Welcome to Slacker Motor Radio with Brad and Addison. Based out of the Pacific Northwest, we're talking motorcycles in the motorcycle community, and we're excited to have this hour with you. Here we go. All right, welcome back. We have the same crew, and it's been literally minutes. But uh, same crew as last week. Because it's not la- last week for us. No reason to hide Way behind to make the it curtain. Really weird. Well, no reason to hide behind the curtain. You got your intros last week, but what we want to talk about is New Year's. Because now is New Year's, guys. That's coming up. Did you know that? Why is Ken laughing? <laughs> He's losing it. We broke Ken with the gap. So this week we have Don, <laughs> Ken, Brad. I've actually got to go. Addison. <laughs> what? <laughs> And Daryl. We talked about this. I know. I thought if I just started, you'd stay. <laughs> we'll jump right in. That's why Ken's laughing. He's trying to get out of here before <laughs> making Politely, it weird for as him. As polite as possible. I'm just going to start rolling this way. There you go. Make it squeaky. Can you make those wheels squeak on your way? There you go. Make it real uncomfortable. <laughs> I see the noise signature. Yep. You're, you're trailing off over there, my friend. Thank you for joining us. Have fun, boys. We appreciate it. And uh, we already know your New Year's resolution, right? Get that endorsement. Sir, yes, sir. All right. <laughs> Nonetheless, we are we're back and one less, so it's a somber moment. We lost one along the way. Moment of silence. Okay. That's more than enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got any new Christmas wish list items since last week? <laughs> well, I'll say KLR motorcycle parts. That's a good one. Yeah, you That's... could use a new engine. <laughs> I don't need a... I just need a new camshaft and rocker. Yeah. Now that we're warmed up, I expect Daryl to be just nonstop talkative. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What uh what are you guys planning for next year? Who's got big goals for next year? I like big goals and I cannot lie. I've got tons of big goals for next year. <laughs> Anything motorcycle related? Because I don't need to know the weird personal stuff. Uh, motorcycle? Oh, uh, some. I got some motorcycle ones. Yeah. Now I know one of mine. I'll start because last time y'all gave me a hard time for not saying anything at the end. That was me. Sorry. Is I want to see a Moto America race, and I think we're very fortunate that we have one coming to the Northwest next year. So up in Washington. We'll have a race, and I, that is on my list. Ooh, track when race. When I wouldn't seeing that. Oh, okay. I'm okay yeah. with that, because I can tell you a time in February, it'll be pretty easy to hit one up. I know. That's what I'm referencing. That's all right. When is Moto America, and where? It is in, I believe it's the last week of June, the last weekend of June, and it is up in Shelton, Washington. Oh, Okay. Is that the ridge? It is at the ridge. Well done, Don. I was trying to... I threw, I threw a line out there to see if you'd bite, and you did. Well done. I figured Daryl would come in with a saving statement, because I know you've raced there. Well, oh, you've track day there. track day. Which is the same as racing, in my book. Closest <laughs> I've ever been to racing there. Yeah. <laughs> you've done a track day there? No, that's what I'm saying. It's closer than I've ever been to racing. Okay. So, I'll take it. But, uh, yeah, coming up in end of June, there's uh, Moto America's coming to... The Ridge Motorsports Park, and uh, I I foresee that to be an awesome party, and a great uh, great opportunity to, to see some of that and stay there. So 
Hopefully we'll be camping there at the track. You're more than invited, man. Sounds good. That's a no, but appreciate you thinking about it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know Don then, huh? (laughs) Read that one like a book. (laughs) Then I know what you're alluding to, Brad. Yeah, yeah. The One Motor Show. Coming up in February. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. New venue. I can't remember the name, but I know you do. The Memoriam Coliseum. Is that where it is? The Memorial Coliseum, yeah. Yeah. That should be a lot of fun. Last year was awesome. I'm looking forward to having the races going on at the same time. Uh, might be hard to peel me away after this, uh, after a few hours like we did last time. We'll see. So races will be in the center, I guess, huh? In the yeah. center. I, I'm not entirely the... sure whether they're using the basement because it is pretty industrial in the basement. I don't know if you guys have ever had the opportunity to be in the basement of the Coliseum. No. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's basically a... A big industrial parking garage, but without any parking spots, right? Just a big open spot with pillars, and it would be a good spot to throw a bunch of bikes and have a show. I don't know if they're going to use the hallways and the corridors. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the plan is there yet. Nobody, I'm sure the team setting it up knows, but we don't know exactly what it'll be until we get there, or at least until we get closer and get some photos of uh, of setup. But, um, But yeah, having the races at the same place is pretty cool i mean uh, the drive i haven't done the drive down to salem for those races but a lot of people uh, we had the opportunity to talk to some people at the triumph um party uh, earlier this i guess it was last week um and i heard a lot of people kind of sad that they couldn't have the the carpool down to salem at, in the middle of the show because historically the one show mm. would be in portland and the tracks flat track racing would be in salem and so people would kind of get all their buddies in the truck haul down to salem watch the races and haul back up. They were disappointed? And they kind of like that conversation down and back. It's kind of like going to a concert, right? Okay. You want to talk about it and you want to get excited and then you want to get there to see it, talk about it the whole way back and have that time with your buddies. But I think just seeing the bikes and being there and having everything, the noise, the smell all in one roof, it's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, Like, I got no quarrel with this new plan. It makes it easier and better, in my opinion. So will there be racing on multiple days, do you think? I believe it'll still just be Saturday afternoon to evening. Probably most of Saturday, like it usually mm. is. It's the better part of Saturday afternoon into the night. Um, concerts and all that will probably still occur. I think it'll be everything it always was, but a bigger, better venue. Wow. That should be awesome. Considering Before, last year was supposed to be the last year. Last year, yes. Right? We talked about it. We have an episode on this. Yep. So. Mm. Was last year 11? No, that was the 10th, remember? Wasn't it? I don't know. They said they were I, I've been to a number years. now, and I'm losing it. You're the one that said all this stuff. You had the facts. All right, you win. I don't win. Daryl wins. Go back to F2. Daryl's the winner. No, I think it's F3. Is it F3? F3. I'm F2 say is the auto show. We cover, didn't cover Which is also coming up. The auto oh. show is coming back. Anyway, that's unrelated. Sorry. Guys, New Year's resolutions. How do we get off track so easily, Daryl? <laughs> I don't know. You're talking. That's why we're getting off track. <laughs> Sometimes I just like to hear my own voice. That's right. So much so that I put it on the air for everybody. But um, <laughs> flat track racing, Moto America. What other New Year's resolutions do we have? It sounds like we talked about it a little bit in the last episode. We did? Yeah, what Don, you might be looking to take a, a course to better yeah, your riding skills. Yeah, I guess that would be 
on my list, low on the list though, but it would be on a list for next year. Okay. For sure. Now into that topic, what about just finding a big open lot and practicing without paying for a course? Practicing what? Your writing skills. Oh, I've got skills, man. I don't need to practice. I just want to hear... um... The point of taking the class, right, is to practice your skills. Uh... No, I'm I'm more interested in uh, learning new things that maybe I'm doing wrong. Maybe my skills aren't correct. Maybe there's a better way to to do something. So that's what I'm interested in. Okay. Does that make sense? Trail breaking. No, on the road. Yeah, trail breaking is a road <laughs> thing. Oh, there we go. There's skill number one we need to learn. Do they learn that in the advanced course? Trail breaking at all? No. No, all right. I know that's a debatable topic, whether it's good or bad or indifferent. But Daryl's shaking his head no. We don't teach that. Daryl only does that, but he does not teach that. See, there's something I need to... I don't even know what you're talking about. So, obviously, there's a thing called Google you can learn for free. <laughs> YouTube. You can learn everything on YouTube and then go and practice it. What do you think, Daryl? <laughs> She's looking for some support here. We're bullying him. Should I YouTube it or take a course? I I would take a course, you know. (laughs) Sorry. No, that's probably the right recommendation. Well, typically typically what I see on folks that have been writing for years and that come to take courses is they do not turn their head uh, far enough to look through the turn. Typically they... Their head is more fixed towards um, where the front tire is on their motorcycle, not necessarily through the turn. So, you know, in the courses, we, you know, want people to look all the way through the turn, you know, as far as you can see. So, you know, we have cones set up, you know, parking lots or, you know, the go-kart track. You know, you're in one corner and you are not looking into that corner you're done you've set the bike up you are already looking to your point through the next corner so that is that is huge you know as the speeds you know increase and so it's it's head turns it's the biggest thing so you know typically when i debrief students after the class you know most all students need to work on head turns you know what i mean looking where they're going so that would be the one biggest thing. So it sounds like your New Year's resolution. Yeah, uh, get that head on a swivel. Be, yeah, I feel that dirt riding though is very similar. If and maybe you do that more naturally, dirt riding, because I'm usually looking at least one to two turns ahead. Uh-huh. Well, that's rather good. than the turn I'm in. Yeah, no. That's so maybe good. it carries over. It could. It could. Yeah, I think there's a lot of carryover. But, but those are the type of tips that. I'm looking for Edison. That's why I would take a course. So is the Honda Dream right. on your uh, list for next year? Yeah, that's um, that's kind of number two. I've okay. got three three restorations currently in progress. I'd like to finish all three of them. Okay, so you got to name them off. I named one. My first one is a '66 uh, Superhawk, so 305 Superhawk CB77. Okay. Then the Dream, it's a 68 CA 77. Okay. Honda Dream, 305. 
And then I've got another Super Hawk that's, um, I'd like to finish it next year as well. It's less important. The Those first two need to be done by mid, by the summer. Okay. So you need, we got a little bit of a winter break coming up. Yeah. How many, are you going to be working on those over the next couple of weeks? Somewhat, yeah. Somewhat. Not the next week, but but between Christmas and New Year's, I hope to get some time. Sure. Sweet. Yeah. So what is it that you like to do? I know we've never had you on here before, and I'm kind of derailing from our topic, but give us a little bit of a background on what it is in motorcycles that excites you. You do a lot of really cool stuff, and you've done a lot of cool stuff on your motorcycles. Maybe give us a little synopsis, if you will. Synopsis of what I do? Yeah. What, what do you do? What do you like to do? What is your... The whole we got Daryl that likes to go and he used to do racing, track days and such. What do you, what do you like to do? I, lo- I like restoration. Okay. I've always liked that. I like to take something grungy and make it... Try to restore it the best I can. So I... Um, last year I did a lot of engine work. I did both engines on those. The first two projects are complete, ready to go. Okay. So, um, yeah, everything engine, uh, paint, bodywork, paint, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I love assembly when you got all the brand new parts there, all restored, ready to put together. Yeah. So. Very clean. Yeah. I just, I, I just love restoration. Yeah. I would. Um, so what have you done? So you had a bike at the cruise in. I don't know if that was a restoration build. I know you had it apart. What, oh. have, what have been some of your restorations that you've worked on? Oh, I've done a uh, Yamaha JT1 Mini Enduro. Woo-hoo. Um Currently, have a, a Honda CT70 Mini Trail. Okay. It's probably three quarters of the way done. The bikes I had at the show were newer, not newer, but um, late 90s Honda XR dirt bikes. Sure. And so the one, I take it apart every year and go through it. That's the main one I ride. Okay. Uh, new for last year, it was... Uh, totally new engine with electric start, mm-hmm. so converted to electric start. Nice. Um, but that bike will come apart again this year and go back together pretty much the same way. It usually I change every year. This year it's going to go back together the same way it was. Okay. And then that 650 I had, um, it was also uh, ground up, uh, modified. And, rebuilt so these last two were ones that were in good shape and then you've taken them apart and taken them to the next level customized them to fit my needs uh take a lot of weight out of them and then um change the electrical and all that kind of thing um reinforced frames stuff like that yeah sweet and just get them set up the way for the purpose i'm going to use them for 650 is set up to carry luggage Big tank, um, all that kind of stuff. More for long distance dual sport. Yeah, you know, weekend camping trips, stuff like stuff like that. Yeah, sweet. Kind of yep. jack of all trades. To uh, that point. Kind of on motorcycles, yeah. Yeah. Do some upholstery. Really? So yeah, I'll do the seat covers for the the old Hondas. I didn't know that. Sew them yourself and everything. Yeah, yeah, I've got a sewing machine, Addison. It's embarrassing. (laughs) You're admitting that? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My daughter called me once a, what'd she say, a 
Seamstress? Man seamstress or something like that. <laughs> Whatever she said it was really funny. And I'm set up for powder coat on especially smaller stuff. And I um I have an extra oven whenever you would like to um... All right. That's the first I hear of that. Man, I gotta have you on here more. <laughs> He's giving you his extra oven? That's what I heard. I need it out of my shop, yeah. I have a number yeah, of so too it, many it, ovens. The other one worked. Because that was Both all yeah. Depending on whether or not the one that you had was going to work for your needs, and it is. Good, good. Yeah, I had two. I acquired the two new ones from John. Not new, but the takeouts from his house. Understood. And they they both work great. You beat me to them. Yes, I did. I know. To be fair, they were posted for quite a while before be you said fair. anything. That's fair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so those restorations are probably my main... My main um, Resolu- or goals for the year. Okay. Get a couple of bikes done. Yeah. I'd like to have two of them for the, the car show in August if I can. I'm in the same boat there, man. I got a JT1 that I want to get done and the Gladiator. Gladiator's you, a priority. You were going to bring the Gladiator this last time and it didn't show up. <clears throat> no, well, I didn't bring the other one. I wasn't going to bring necessarily the Gladiator this last time. I was going to bring the GL500. Whatever. Neither of them showed up. doesn't really matter. <laughs> yep. That's because the dirt bike was freshly broken. It was the right thing to bring. It went down the day before. <laughs> Fresh carnage is way more fun to look at that was also funny. than a bone stock 81. That was also funny. You parking in front of uh, Brian's Bronco. And that was, uh, Every that one was of good. his pictures. <laughs> he was pissed. Oh, that's right. We rode the night. That's when you... Um... That's when I went down. <laughs> yeah. Still, so my thumb fun. still hurts. I should have taken your advice and gone to the doctor. That was so funny. Oh well, I was like two bikes back, and I <laughs> just see a cloud when of mud. You jump, when you jumped up, man, that was just well. You didn't jump up. No, I... <laughs> you jumped to your knees. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hobbled up, protecting the uh, most important thing. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so much sympathy. That's why I ride with these guys. The uh, brotherhood that we enjoy here. How about you, Daryl? Any big moto plans or uh, resolutions for the year? Not really. Uh, just um, a certain Honda 250. Well, I, like I said, I don't know if I'm going to get into that or not. I'm not sure. You know, I mean, I don't. I don't want to tear it apart until I'm ready to, you know, actually, you know, get after it. So um, I'm going to leave it whole for right now. I got uh, too many other projects I'm working on, so that's fair. About resolution to your startup intermittent starting concerns is that a goal well, this I'm year? Still, I'm still working on that. I'm not. Uh, I'm not willing to drop any more. You know, cash. I at agree. The dealer, so I'm trying to resolve it. You know, I got a GS 911 that I plug in, and you know, can look at all the active and you know past faults and. You know, I have uh, some things I'm working on on that. It, it, it logs some faults, but they're never active. So I'm trying to figure out w- when they're coming and what makes them, you know, pop up to become a fault. So Did you ever try to find that mass airflow? I know we talked about that. No, I really, ago. you know, the thing is I'd have to disassemble the bike, I think. I, I, I don't know. So yeah, yeah. I've looked at it online, but it doesn't look like it's something you can use an automotive mass airflow sensor spray on. It looks like it has a little snorkel and uh, not something that you could clean with the automotive style. So I don't know. I yeah, no, I was just there. curious. It was worth a try. I was curious if you'd looked into it. Yeah. 
So no, that's that's about it. So you gonna do any track days this year? I would like this to coming do, year. Sorry. I would like to do a track day this coming year. Yeah, that would be that would be fun. I I need to schedule that early so I can plan for it. So what what would be your location of choice? Well, you know the Grass Valley uh, track is ORP is by far the funnest track to really? go around. So, you know, it is a lot of fun. So the Ridge is fun as well, but it's different. It's a different type of track. So, Okay. But, yes, both of them are a lot of fun. I mean, PIR is fun, but I raced out there for over 10 years. So Mm -hmm. that track, uh, you know, is is not as technically demanding. Um, You know, it's got a super high-speed straight stretch, you know, which... My bike only tops out about 130, and so, you know, I'll have guys going by me at, you know, buck 70, you know, and I'm, like, hugging the inside of the track because I don't want to get ran over, so. And you ride your your RZ350? Yeah, yeah, my little two-stroke, so, yeah. It's a lot of fun. So the tighter tracks, that bike is better for so, you know, the big bore bikes can't really get that much of a, you know, up on me on a lap. So they can only pass me usually on the ends of the longest straight mm-hmm. stretches, you know. So all the corners and everything else, I'm good. So, but yeah, all maybe right. a track day would be nice. That would be good. So, yeah, that would be a, that would be something. But like I said, i got to plan for it early so I can put it on the calendar, make sure I don't have anything scheduled for that weekend. So. Yeah, there's a few things that I know beyond that. A couple, you know, I, I think you were in the loop for heading up to uh, Moto America, but you've been to you did Moto GP a couple of years ago, so you've yeah, I went to Austin, Texas, yeah. and watched the Moto GP, which was fantastic. So love to go back there and watch that again. So you've been in a probably an even more elaborate racing situation at GP than than Moto America will have. Yeah, and I think Moto America ran at the. Uh, the Moto GP. Oh, there. very, very yeah, likely. They were they were mm. running at the same time, yep. so we got to see the, all those folks run mm. as well. But what so. a beautiful venue there, that track! Wow, gorgeous. Okay, everybody should go there at least once. All right. Yeah. What time of year is that? Well, it's in the summer. I uh, I, don't, I can't remember what it was either. Seemed like June or well, I don't know. Actually. I think Might it was early. I think it was earlier on in the mm. year. It I think the southern tracks hit up a lot earlier, and then towards the end, you hit up with Alabama and other places later in the year. I think you're right. It was early on in the year. I want to say mm. maybe it was April or something like that, or March, April. Yeah. It was season starts in the south, comes up north, and goes yeah. back to the south. Yeah, mm. <laughs> makes sense. But there's only one MotoGP in the U.S., isn't there? Yep. Is that Austin every year? They've been doing it, it Austin been, yeah. every year. Yeah. Yep. Uh, racing, I will say, I mean, the fact that it's coming to the Ridge, that Moto America's picking up steam, uh, motorcycle racing is growing. There, it, there's a steady growth, but it's not anywhere near, you know, NASCAR or NBA. Mm. Or, you know, you start getting into the more typical American sports, and motorcycle racing is not moving at that same pace or have nearly the volume of fans. But it's trying. It's moving in the right direction. What about you, Brad? What about me? Any big plans for the, the coming year? I'll make it to 2020. 
<clears throat> going to be working on the KLR, so I'd say that the getting the KLR done next year in time to be able to actually ride it is uh, is the goal I need to have and that I have right now. Okay. Getting the Xterra done, finished. Now I can go back to working on the motorcycle. It's what's torn apart right now, so start cleaning it up. I got to order some parts, and that's the big one. Get the parts here, and then putting it together is fine. I'm not too worried about that part. It's that initial 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 purchase. That's I need to invest. The hard part. Yep. Yeah, I hear you on that. It's always the hard one. So you said you need a cam and a rocker. Yep. So those are the minimum, and then I'm gonna just get some minor little pieces, nuts and bolts, and other. Um, paraphernalia if you will from parts zilla so that way i can mm. kind of just get everything where it should be my brother had the bike before me and there's so there's a couple fasteners that have been replaced with non-matching or uh, just parts that i don't really want to have on there maybe a screws missing missing in a place for the headlight housing and so i just want to kind of clean it up while i got it apart I just don't want the scope to grow too much because I'd also like to get the plastics right and do other things. But if I do any of that stuff, then I'm not going to get this bike going. Nah, so the, I need to get the motor going, and then I can tinker with some of these other things. Pull the so plastics, uh, go full custom. Go full custom. You know what? Cut After that seeing fender. that one at one moto show, it's uh, it's yeah. tempting. And now that I have mine apart, it's going. Uh, it wouldn't be too hard to get to that point. No, you're not too mm. far from it. Yeah, it'd be cool. It would be. Shave Looking a little bit of weight. You'd win there too. I'd win there too. Did he I mean, win? I'm just saying a little weight. Oh, yeah, I win in is, that regard. Yeah. Sure. I mean, when you're, I mean, that's what the 500s problem, right? One, mm-hmm. one of, is that you know, as I take that fairing and all that weight off, it's just amazing how much lighter that bike feels. Yeah. Just that quickly, mm-hmm. 100 pounds on a bike, you know, that's a fifth of the weight. You it just, looks completely different as well. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm not, it just looked different. We're not going to fight. Not in front of the kids. Okay. <laughs> it looked different. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a couple of builds, a couple of events. I think there's a lot to do in the coming year. Where's the, where's the Slacker Moto Ride going to be? So that is going to be joined with Moto America as the plan. Okay. So pre-Moto America, we'll go do a run up Puget Sound area. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what it looks like as it gets closer, we're either going to run through the through the peninsula, Olympic Peninsula, or up over the mountains on the other side, depending on what we're looking at weather-wise. Uh, seeing as it's kind of mid, I guess somewhat early summer, but a lot later in the year than usual, mm-hmm. we should be good for weather. And then kind of round it out with a, a Saturday, Sunday at the track. So when you say over the mountains, you mean east east of I-5? Yeah. Yep, yep. You alluded to your plan, but hadn't stated it explicitly so, no no specifics on it yet other than the date range okay we don't know exactly where we're going or where we'll stop uh, other than the races at the end and then come back sunday night mm-hmm. so that's the game plan for the time being uh then those that may or may not have extra time off can meet up at the races uh, and you can drive up you know whatever you want to do for that and then those that want to ride the whole time of course are invited for the whole five days or six days whatever we end up picking for that time. Um, but yeah, that'll be the last, basically the last full week of June will be when that occurs. So yeah, that's definitely on the books, but that's not necessarily, a, I mean, it is a goal for this coming year. Nothing new or unique in that as we, we've been riding now consistently pretty good for about five years now. Oh, that is impressive. Had a ride. So it's, yeah. uh, that tradition's held strong. It's switched dates a little bit between Father's Day and Memorial Day and 
Well, we did. Uh, I guess last year was over Memorial Day, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So far, Father's Day, Memorial Day, and now we'll do June just for fun. <laughs> A lot of national parks I got to see. We did that so Memorial that was Day run cool. was good. Yeah, yeah. Daryl, you you've been in yeah. what last four of these, right? Yeah, exactly. Four? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, only that first one that was uh, the redwoods. Anthony. I didn't. I didn't go the redwood trip. That yeah, was kind of the kickoff. Was, yeah. I had a new bike, he had a new bike. Let's go do something with him. <laughs> Let's take Father's Day and disappear. Yeah. Like a good father should, right? <laughs> yeah, kids love you for it. That's all right. They didn't have to worry about it. My wife appreciated it. She had the day off. She also got a gift on Father's Day. Me gone. It's nothing more she'd ask for. One less kid to deal with. <laughs> yeah, one less child in the house. Sounds good. Well, so I've, I've got another one that um, is important to me. New Year's okay. resolution. Ooh. Let's hear and it. And that, that is um, at least one dirt bike ride per week once we get into the, May, like, let's say March on. One a week. One a week. That for physical therapy reasons. It's, um, I've noticed I'm getting pretty old and I'm starting to have knee issues. The Don, more you're 35. I, pardon? You're 35. It's getting older. So <laughs> what I noticed recently is the more I ride my dirt bike, the stronger my knees get. And the better they feel. Okay. So I think it's really important to to just stay on top of that. So dirt bikes are great, uh, great form of physical therapy and muscle building. I think a lot of doctors are going to argue about the physical therapy, but the physical fitness maybe. You we'll help argue. hold you accountable for that. Or will you? Yeah. All right. Remind him. I am totally yeah, we, game for that goal, but I can tell you that's already a stretch goal. Once a week's rough with kids and sports and everything going on. So I can probably, I would commit to a once a month ride with really? you on those. Yeah. That two summers ago, for a few months there, we were every week and it was, it was very good. Physically. Yeah, you don't have kids at home anymore. No, not anymore. It makes it easier to get out of the it house. It does very much so, yes. When I get there, I'll I'll join you every week. But for now, once a month is going to be my goal. On well, that. then we'll be I like complaining it. about our knees. So well, if it's not One knees, it's no. Your yeah. knees will start to hurt if you don't ride. Oh, I need to ride more. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it helps build Keep those it. muscles. That's right. That's true. Yeah, you just hurt other parts riding? of your body, and it takes your mind off of your knees. <laughs> You gotta get a dirt bike first. You got one. You have you one. one, man. Yeah. You've yeah. just got to boost oh, man, it up I, in your. I, I lined that one up for you, man. I gotta fix, I gotta fix it. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it is a long ways from being trail ready. All right. So, just put some knobbies on the beamer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. they say. Well, you're not not yours. Yours, <laughs> yours isn't a GS. Yours isn't meant to do that. Yeah. I almost threw you in that that pit, but yeah. realized you're you're a very different bike. The RT is a very different bike. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Although I've seen you out on the dirt, you do fine. Well, just because I followed your lead I've through the you gravel road for you know ten miles <laughs> on one of our one of our annual trips. Two now, two, yeah. Yeah, last know, year Dennis know. tricked us. Yeah, <laughs> but it was shorter last year. I'll we, tell you, man. But it was definitely softer. Yeah. Well, was, my my GL was not happy with that mm, soft gravel. No that way. loose gravel was that bike was squirrely. Yeah. How'd your white walls do on that? Oh, great. <laughs> Still have those same tires. They need to replace, though. They're worn out. Hey, the white oh. walls got polished. 8,000 miles look- wears out those cheap tires. Did you put 8,000 on them? Yeah. Wow. That amazes me. <laughs> Addison actually rides. 
I've read a fair amount. No, it amazes me that those white walls would go. I that would long. agree. I didn't Man. expect much. They're they're pretty. I mean, they're not down to the the metal yet, mm. but it's. I'm concerned. When I ride it, I I'm getting to that point that I it's in the back of my mind. One of these moments is going to kick out for half a second. I'm going to know I'm. I no, got they a look death awesome. Wish. Are you going to get white again? Do you really think so, or are you being I facetious? Do, no, I like that. I do like it. Yes. So I did not plan do? on getting them again to answer your question. You don't? Let me clarify. On that bike, I have debated. Because there's times I look at them and I think it looks great and matches the bike. There's times I think it's the most ridiculous joke ever. The gladiator will happen. The gladiator will not happen. <laughs> That's where I was going with it. Is the gladiator, hands down, no. But, I knew where you were going. So what you should probably do, though, before you remove those, is take some tire black and at least do both tires on one side and take a look at it and see what you think. Then you can look at one side. That's a really good point, actually. Walk to the other side, and you can do a comparison. Just a little shoe polish and call it good. I've got some tire black if you want to borrow it. He's saying tire black. You're saying shoe polish. <laughs> Just want to make sure that we're clear that those are not the same. <laughs> they're close. They're they're maybe they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's same thing as uh, what is it? Use your beard oil. No, you got to use uh, <laughs> rubbing alcohol to clean your air filter. Oh, what was the trick? No, there? no, it was paint thinner. Paint thinner to clean your air filter. I've been doing that for years. Hold on. Is this Wait. true? Wait. Is this true? Yeah. yeah. Really? Solvent. Uh, yeah, solvent. Um, I mineral used a parts washer, which was running basically paint thinner, mineral spirits. Yeah, I've always done that. Hey, so now there's I'm a bit people. surprised. I know. Well, now, I don't know. We got to make sure Ryan doesn't listen to this one. That's what Ryan started doing, and we scared him off. He said he watched this video. He watched and some. It was a little hokey, he said. I don't know what video it was. Some dude on a 1920s camera t- teaching everybody that that's the only way to clean your air filter. Because you dip it in there, yeah. wring it out, put it on your bike. Yeah, except he also <laughs> went through that process and then went Cleaned and it. used soap and washed it with soap afterwards. I'm assuming you do not use soap afterwards. A lot of times I use Simple Green afterwards. Oh, I use solvent. It cleans it really quick. And then usually I use simple green just to remove the solvent residue. Okay. Okay. And, and you leave the water. simple green in? No, I, re- I rinse that with water. It's no five. So I just don't. <laughs> the more people I talk to that are doing it, it doesn't seem like it actually saves time. Because now people, you've got a four-step process. So I think people used to use gasoline. Right? I do, I do recall that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People used to use gasoline. Yeah, I'm pretty right, sure yeah, that's they're all right. electric. I know. I, I, <laughs> your generation zero motorcycles is doing their best to stop people from using gasoline. Yeah, I mean, don't it's, take it's, the it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, when but I was a the kid, solvent I, works works really well. Yeah, I'm doing it for years. I will say that Don's bikes are clean and have some riding age on them. That was the problem with Ryan's conversation, was it's a brand new bike, and it has, you know, 10 hours after he did it. We don't know. When he's done with his restorations, they're brand new bikes. Yeah. Those are, those are, those, the old ones are paper air filters. Right. So, you would not clean them with solvent. What? You've been doing that for years, haven't you? (laughs) Here, I thought it was always the rats that were eating through them. You know, you're also supposed to not use, clean your oil filter. You want to replace those. Is that true? 
Just telling you, man. I'm worried about you. <laughs> All jokes aside, I know both things. <laughs> Before this goes too far and we start having people trying these things, don't do any of this at home. Hmm. Maybe so the old bikes don't even have an oil filter. They've got a centrifugal slinger that throws the impurities to the outside where it collects on the, the outside of this housing. And so then you pull that off and clean that out. Oh, that is something new for me. I didn't know that. So like on your slinger. centrifugal slinger. So like on your Dream and Superhawk, those yeah. would have this. Yeah, really? it's, um, it's chain-driven off of um, off the crank. Hmm. Yeah, it resides in the crankcase. It's chain-driven, and it flings any particulates to the outer perimeter where they are where they stay. So now um, it, it's is that some sort of uh, a mesh or very rough textured outside edge that just, it can stick um, to, or it's just as cast uh, or die cast aluminum. Hmm. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah, but they're, they're, it's kind of trapped in this in this the thing that's spinning around. So how easy is it to clean? Mm. To split the case or pull a cover off? Pull a pull around. Look at the old Hondas. There'll be a on the left side of the bike. There's a like a polished aluminum cover back mm-hmm. in the '60s. Yeah, and if you pop that off, then you've got the the. Uh, it's called the oil filter, but it's a it's a chain driven centrifugal thingy. Hmm. How well did yeah. that work? I've got no idea. Okay. Well, there we go. Well, it lasted yeah. for a long time, apparently. Yeah. That's I assume that's the name of your project, the centrifugal slinger. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. So you would clean those filters. All right. There you go. See. See. Good. I'm glad you see. <laughs> Riveting conversation. <clears throat> it sounds good, gents. Anybody else have any big plans for the, the coming year? Nobody's buying a jet? No trips to uh, Central Europe? Ship your bike over? Ride the entirety of the Alps? Oh, that's what you're doing, right? So, not next year. So we do have a coworker who is kind of planning on that. And we do. We do. He was talking Ireland, but I'm not sure if he's going to work it out or not. But he, um, he's told me this many times. Air Canada, does that sound right? Okay. They ship your bike for you on your flight. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he's done it before. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you ride your bike in, they put it on one of their special pallets and strap it down, and it goes on the same jet with you. Fairly, I got the impression it was fairly economical. Hmm. Who's uh, who's going on this trip? Uh, Clark was talking about it. Oh. It's not it's not a done deal by any means. Oh, I'll have to ask him about that. That's he wanted, cool. Yeah, he wanted to time it out with Isle of Man. Hmm. Oh, I'd be into that. I've heard that uh, the first couple days before Isle of Man, you can actually drive the course without anything else on it. Yep. So that would be pretty awesome. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, what the he question told me is... Is, um, is he bringing that same bike? I'm not sure. <laughs> With 280,000 miles, I don't know. 
Is that how many miles are on that? No, not quite, but it's not far from it. (laughs) That bike's got a lot of miles. Hard miles, too. Yeah, he did tell me that he's really not interested in going unless he unless he can actually do the the pre riding. Yeah. I hear the big issue there is getting your bike on the island. Yeah, that's that's exactly on the ferry. The yeah. ferry ride, the, the the bike prices on the ferry are astronomical leading up and after that race. Really? Well, because it's all the racers trying to get their bikes over there, right? You got that, and yeah. you just have a captive audience. If you want to walk on, it's still moderately affordable to go to the Isle of Man. But if you want a bike yeah. or a car during that week, it is expensive and difficult to get a place. Yeah, Tom did that many years ago. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brought his own bike out there. No, he was. he bought a BMW in Germany from the... From BMW, actually. Okay. And um, so he picked it up in Stuttgart or wherever and ended up, traveled around Europe, ended up in, I think, Belfast, I think. Okay. And one of the guys at the plant, tra- he traded his car for the guy's bike and then took that bike to Isle of Man and left the guy use his new BMW. So, and it worked out really well for him. Yeah, he has a helmet that uh, he bought there, the Isle of Man Arai. So that's that's the helmet, he, one of the one of his helmets that he has. Yeah. Beautiful mm-hmm. helmet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know he did that. Well, there you go. So it sounds like all of our New Year's resolutions suck. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing here. So the next Slacker Moto trip, <laughs> we better start planning some Air Canada miles or something, huh? Yeah, I say we just go to Greece. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> within all of our budgets save your money yeah (laughs) sounds good well i hope everybody's got their own new year's resolutions as well feel free to share those with us facebook or hit us up on uh on any anywhere you can find us we're happy to uh, discuss if you got some good plans want to uh let everyone know we will share those here uh, on the podcast but otherwise check out our patreon page and let us know what you think and uh definitely like and and leave a leave a review share this with your friends and we'll talk at you next week until next time right on and thank you boys for joining us thank you thank you mm-hmm.